Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and like we've seen in episodes past, there's been a lot of good, bad, and ugly. Um, and we're just adding to our roster today with our guest. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today, Katie? Oh, you know, can't complain. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> just another day. <laughs> Thanksgiving's less than a few days away, so yeah. 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 Yeah, I know by the time this episode airs, it will be the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, please tell the people who you are, what you do. Uh, well, I'm Dan Donnelly, a.k.a. Desperado Dan. I have a YouTube channel that I've been running for the last seven years now. Um, I basically do conventions. I also work for two separate conventions. Um, I work for another anime con as their videographer and I also work for Pop Cult Anime Con as their videographer. So basically what I do is I just go to the conventions. I video different cosplayers, different events that go on. And I pay, post them to YouTube to give other people who have never maybe seen what a convention is or have cosplayed before a chance to actually see what some people do, what goes into the conventions, and how some of the conventions are done. Awesome. I mean, like, I love when you guys make, like, con videos. That's probably, like, one of my favorite parts is after you go home and you've got, like, the con depression because you've left all your friends and then you get home and, like, all of a sudden all these videos pop up and you're just like, yes, memories. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, you're the so, memory maker. Oh, yes. I'm a memory maker because <laughs> I've had and, – and the funny part is I've gone to, like, Kineticon, like, just to get the lay of it to see what it looks like because I've never really mm -hmm. gone to it. Um, and it was so funny. I was actually dressed as Professor Tomoe and it made me laugh because these two girls came up to me and they said to me, they said, you're, you're Desperado Dan, aren't you? And I said, well, that's the handle I use when I'm on YouTube. Yes. They were like, it's because of you that me and my sister decided to try cosplay and come to our first convention. So literally they used Aww. my videos to be able to get the confidence to make their costumes and go to Kineticon for the first time. Oh, so I was that's like, awesome. I, was, I was so blown away by that. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. See, like, that's, that's the shit I like right there. Like, that stuff makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing conventions for? Um, I've been doing conventions now for a little over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're in the same boat as me. Yeah. And believe it or not, the funny part was my very first convention I actually got snowed in. What was that? It was a convention in New Hampshire that I had. I was with a group of my friends. This was before I met my my beautiful wife. Um, and, oh. and my dad said, go have some fun with your friends. Enjoy yourself. You earned it. Go for it. And we went up there. The skies were clear. Like, we checked the weather report. We checked everything. And it right, was... Right. No sign of snow in the, in the forecast at all. And about three hours into the con, the hotel that was hosting made an announcement of anyone with cars in the parking lot, you're not going to be able to leave. We are under blizzard conditions. And literally <laughs> everybody went to the door and all you saw was white. There was no roads, no nothing. What convention was this? I don't remember the name of it, to be honest. It was a very obscure little con that a friend of mine found in New Hampshire. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, 
The only ones I knew about in New Hampshire were Granite State and AAC. No, this was a very small, obscure one that he found. And he was just like, oh, yeah, it's just a small one. It's nothing really big. It's not like anything you guys have been to. Because some of us have done, like, we've done, like, right, AAC right. and them. So this was like a small hometown little con. Oh, okay, okay. Like, kind of like a, like, college campus kind of, like, situation. Like, the anime club decided to throw a con. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, I mean, I can think of worse things than getting snowed into a convention, honestly. I could too. <laughs> I could think of worse things. Like, oh no, I'm stuck here. Oh, oh it's so I have to stuck. hang out with my friends. What am I going to do? I'm around <laughs> people I know. <laughs> There's still power. Go to the game room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, the hotel was nice. I mean, the hotel... Even the hotel manager was like, you know what? He goes, this is a complete screw up. He goes, we have extra rooms available. He goes, we got plenty of food. He goes, anyone who wants to stay, you're more than welcome. So, I mean, the management was trying to make oh, the best go. of a bad situation for everybody. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been cosplaying for? Uh, a little over 10 years. Also, you, did you go to that convention in cosplay? Mm Honestly, I did not. I actually went in uh, what they call a Daft Punk. So I mm-hmm. I just kind of was like, just threw something together. So I was like in a pair of ripped jeans, uh, like grunge, like a grunge t-shirt and a headband. That works. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first cosplay then? Uh, my actual first one that I did, and I was quite proud of it, was I did um, Andy Bogard from Fatal Fury. Oh, okay, nice. And that was that was many years. That was when I first started out, and I actually bought the the gi, the karate gi, from a friend of mine who was getting rid of his, and it just happened to fit me. There you go. And I bought a cheap blonde wig, and well, there was Andy Bogard. Hey, there you go. Uh, what was the first one you cosplayed at? Was it Anime Boston? No, that one there. I actually I went to um. I don't think I brought that to Anime Boston. I I think that was uh I think that I did that at like a holiday like holiday Metsu or something. Oh, okay. And you know, everybody seemed to really like it. It was like something really different, you know? I feel like the like most obscure costumes are the ones that get the most attention. Yeah. I mean the first one that I actually brought to Anime Boston and it's it's kind of funny, it was the the first year Anime Boston happened when they were at the boss at the hotel, mm-hmm. and it was actually Carrot Glace from uh, Sorcerer Hunters. Mm. Okay. because uh, I because I was cosplaying with my fiance at the time because she was cosplaying as Chocolate Mishnu because the voice for that particular character was actually at Anime Boston that year. Tiffany Grant. How crazy! Yeah. That, that, there you go. Yeah. So that was actually one of my very first ones that I ever did. And you just progressed over the year. I mean, you guys you guys have a million costumes. I see all your pictures online. Oh, yeah. Like you and Holly and everybody. Like, you guys do, like, some awesome costumes. Oh, we do. We, we come up with some great ones. Um, like, I'm working on one with my wife right now, and hopefully I'll have it ready by Anime Boss. And if not, I'm not going to – I'm going to keep working on it. We're working on a human version of Jolteon. Oh, neat. So – I love when people do that. They take the Pokemon and they make them like humanized and they have like all the different ball gowns or suits or. Yeah, this one's more of a, this is going to be more of like a fighting kind of 
uh, style because that's kind of the way we kind of looked at Jolteon. It's more of like a fighting type rather than like a, you know, he's more of a, like an electric electric fighting type. He's like a Power Ranger? Not really Power Ranger. It's it's hard to describe. It's going to be more like the the style we're going with. It's like long flowy, um, like a long flowy yellow kind of uh, fabric. Right, right, right. And it's really nice. Miss joke though. And Power Ranger, Jolteon. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. I was trying not to go there. <laughs> right, don't laugh at my stupid joke. I don't want you to. <laughs> Uh, Cancelled. <laughs> throw it in the can. Throw it in the can. Done. <laughs> it's my show. You laugh, damn it. <laughs> I forgot your show. Your rules. That's right. <laughs> well, it's so it's oh so funny. Goodness. I was actually telling. I was actually talking to Jen, and I laughed because she showed me some of the photos of your Hamilton. And mm-hmm. we recently watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. Oh, so good. And I laughed because I said, you know, at some point I really want to do King Richard. Oh my god, do it. Just 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 <laughs> yes. just to do it, just to see what people's reaction would be. Just be like Really? Yes. <laughs> Everybody should be King George. <laughs> so good. I love Hamilton cosplay. Did I ever tell you about, like, the crap I got for doing that costume? No, I didn't hear about that. What happened? Oh, get ready. It's quite the story. Okay, so, here we go. I hosted it for AAC 2016? Yeah, I think that's what 17? it was. 2016. One of those years. They all blend together now. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. The, <laughs> I think mean, times we were still in Manchester. Yeah. They all blend together now. So, um... Okay, so I'm all dressed up, and, you know, I did the masquerade as Hamilton, because we did that time, it was the time travel year, right. I remember that, because um, Darcy was um, dressed up as a time traveler from one of the um, Nickelodeon shows that I cannot remember the name of right now. Yeah, Forget okay, me. I remember that, yes. Yeah, 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 and so I do Hamilton, and we keep it funny, we keep it light, whatever, and so the next day, I'm dressed up as it again, because I had changed into the costume again, because I wasn't planning on dressing up on Sunday, and then some poor girl was walking around as Angelica Schuyler, and I was like, oh my god, she was looking for me, because she came up to the table, she's like, oh my gosh, I missed you with Hamilton. Yeah. So what do I do? I get dressed up again, because I have to. So Lisa comes up to me, and she's like, um, have you seen the Twitter lately? And I was like, nah, what's wrong? And she goes, apparently you've offended people. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get ready. So I'm like, I've offended people. She goes, mm-hmm. How? Apparently you're... Pret- well, listen, it gets good. Apparently I have offended people because I was dressed up um, as a Hispanic Hamilton. Like, I was dressed up like Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, my hair's dark. She goes, I know. I'm like, I put a beard on. She goes, mm-hmm. I'm like, I did not in any way, shape, or form make myself more tan she goes no and i'm like do they not realize that hamilton was scottish <laughs> i'm just going down the list of things i'm just like my hair's dark oh, so no. i wore a wig that matches my hair color yes i put a beard on but i do that for most guy cosplays that i do um in no way shape or form did i change my skin color in any way shape or form and i think we've breezed over the fact that i'm a girl 
Well, you know, there was dressed there was, as a man. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna do if we're gonna play this game, there was the Halloween this past Halloween when you did Tony Stark and you got hit on by that mother. So I mean, and exactly. You know, so it's like. So I'm just like, I'm kind of looking at it and they're just like, how offensive to have someone portraying someone like Hamilton on stage. I'm like, he was Scottish <laughs> and a redhead. And and like, it's just, and then like, Lin-Manuel Miranda is Puerto Rican and yep. he's just playing him as yep. however he wants to play him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then yes. anybody that portrays Hamilton after does the same thing of course are we mad about the beard is it the beard was that the line i i, 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 I couldn't tell you well, i just i don't know yeah no exactly that's that's the whole thing i don't know either so obviously after i saw this tweet i continued to be in hamilton for the rest of the day to offend people <laughs> i did not change out of it hey i look at it this way i look at it this way if you're going to offend people or people are going to be offended by what you're dressing as, then you just continue to rightly tick them off because they're just going to make it that much more better. I just, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I mean, I understand people and we want to do inclusivity and we want to make sure that people aren't being inappropriate because obviously you don't want to be inappropriate when cosplaying. Of course. That's the main, but, that's I mean, the main thing. I thought I went up in blackface. Right. Like I'm reading this and I'm just like, you like literally would have thought that I was just like, well, let me put on like I was basically Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder to them. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> much like, what you were. That was hundred percent not what happened. I like to go on the record. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those kind of things are what really like gets me because it's like you wonder what kind of people have the time to sit behind Twitter and make posts about other people, but yet they don't seem to stop and think about what they're going to say before they go ahead and say it. Right. I just, I mean, I guess we're like, you know, and the thing is too, is like, you're making accusations about a person that one, you don't even know. I mean, let's just say, I like, I mean, not everybody that is Hispanic looks a hundred percent Hispanic. Not oh. everybody that's like, you know, certain like racial, like, you know, specs are like, you know, look like your typical like textbook person you know whatever not every person so, like, so how are these people to know right so how are these people to know that i'm not like you know 25 percent hispanic in some way like and they're just making accusations i'm like the point is is just like i'm not portraying somebody that in history like he's being betrayed by a million different people because a million different people are starting to play this role right None of it's accurate, no. but that's the point. And that was the point he made when he put the show on is just because like, I'm a guy from Puerto Rico, I'm going to be Alexander Hamilton, who is historically a very white Scottish descent male. Exactly. And that's what he did. Like George Washington was played by Chris, you know, Chris Jackson, yep. who was a very black man. Yep. Yep. George Washington weren't black. No, Washington certainly was not black. I can tell you that much. I can tell you that right now. Absolutely not. He, was, he, he, like, he definitely had like people that worked for him that were, but even if he was, he did it very well for everybody. That I mean, right? It's just like, my God. And like then I said, like then it worries me. I'm just like, did you read a history book or are you just going by what the musical says? Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I mean, it's just uh, like, it's just like, and, I, and I'll give you a prime example, Katie. It's just like the first mm-hmm. year that I did uh, Sanji from One Piece. Sure. My wife was going away with her family, so this was going to be my first Anime Boston by myself. And mm-hmm. I walked in. Now, mind you, I have only I only saw what the four kids version of One Piece was, which was the lollipop hanging out of the mouth. Okay. And I had no idea that he was supposed to be smoking a cigarette. I never even never even realized, you know. Right. And someone walks up to me and went, "Well, you're not really portraying the character." And I went. Technically, I am. They go, no, you're not supposed to have the lollipop hanging out. You're not supposed to have a cigarette. And I'm like, that's not what I've seen, you know. And, right. and they're like snubbing it. And I'm like, are you are you really serious? You're gonna sit there and you're going to you're gonna sit there and you're gonna tell me how to portray a character that I've only seen maybe a handful of times. Whoop whoop! It's the weed police. Whoop whoop! Yeah, exactly. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your cosplay. Exactly. <laughs> Well, the one that I think the one that I think shocked everybody um, at Anime Boston was, and I don't know if you remember it or not, the year that the pirates were um, endangered species. Um, was it like one of the theme years? Yeah, it was one of the theme years. They sh- the pirates were supposed to be like an endangered species. So, a you couldn't fight them, and b you could not like do anything to them. They literally had free passes to do whatever they wanted. My God, I don't remember this. I believe you. I just don't. Although it was, it was hilarious because I showed up dressed as Rowan Oazoro. Dash, Mm -hmm. all three swords, the bandana tied on my arm. And people were like running away from me. Like I had friends at the convention that were literally ignoring me when I was saying hi to them. And I had... No idea what was going on. <laughs> like hero. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe I did something wrong, and literally, one of the girls who was a staff member goes, "She goes, no, you didn't do anything wrong." She goes, "Do you not know what the theme was?" And I went, "What are you talking about?" She pulls this piece of paper out, and there's a list, a mile log of pirates that have been. Sworn that you cannot talk to, you cannot fight them, you could not do anything because they are endangered species. Wow. And at the bottom of the list was Rowan Oazoro, and I went, "Well, this is going to be awkward." <laughs> well, there goes my day. <laughs> well, no, because it was funny because um, the girl who at at the beginning of it was organizing like the chess match and stuff had a purpose for the pirates. And the purpose was Anime Boston that year was supposed to be taken over and changed to an evil con. I remember that. At the end of the chess match. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, at the end of the chess match, when the villains all thought they won, out come the pirates with a giant Nintendo zapper gun. (laughs) And we basically saved Anime Boston that year. And I'm just like, I'm like, this has been the weirdest but the funnest anime Boston one I've ever been to. It's like that episode of Friends where they're playing Bamboozled. Yes. (laughs) This is the best game ever! (laughs) No. 
I guess the moral of my story is it's just like cosplay however you want, whoever you want. Don't be offensive. Exactly. And uh just just let it go, people. Like actually like pay attention to what like it's the whole cosplay. like point of Hamilton is. Yeah. Right. It's literally cosplay. If you can't enjoy what someone else is doing and you have to tear that person down to make yourself feel better, why are you doing it? Right. Right. Everybody's just trying to have a good time. And like I said, unless somebody's being blatantly offensive. Right. Which mind your business. Which nine times out of ten, nobody really tries to be blatantly offensive. I mean, yeah, it does happen at some points, but sure, it's sure, not, of course. it's not meant to be that way. Right. I just, I don't know. Like I said, if you, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> just let people be. Yeah. Like, let people have fun. Exactly. Unless they're hurting you in some way, like, actually physically hurting you. Just right. let people be. <laughs> exactly. I mean, let people have fun and enjoy themselves. Don't, you know, like, I mean, there, there's times where it's like, I see people that, like, like, they stand there and they tear down other cosplayers that are doing a costume that they're doing because either a they're not the right type or they're not the right size or they're not this and they're not that and i'm sitting there like are are you serious do you not know that cosplay is for everyone that you do not need a specific size to be a cosplayer no absolutely not and i mean that's the type of thing that like really it just it gets it it aggravates me when i see it because it's like I want to say something, but then, of course, I don't want to get into someone else's, you know, issue. It's just like, honestly, it's like, you could have the prettiest costume ever, but if you're going to tear people down, you're really ugly. Well, exactly. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's like, that's just like, it's, if that's how you want to define yourself as a person, then it's just like, that's okay, we all see you. Well, I mean, it's, it's, just like, it's just like the year that I had revamped my tuxedo mask, and this was the second time I had done this costume. And mm-hmm. I remember entering it in AAC, and you were actually playing Videl because I remember that because your voice, when you yelled at Gohan, went through me like a like nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, <laughs> how does she do that? Talent. Yes, yes, <laughs> very much so. But it yeah, was yeah, a gift. It was just like everybody loved when I did Tuxedo Mask the first time around. They loved the second rendition of it. And there was, a, there was another kid there that was doing the same costume. And he came over to me and he said, oh my God. He goes, you look amazing. He goes, you know, I wish mine had come out half as good as yours did. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, you look just as good as I do. And he just, he just stopped and looked at me like, what? Like, I think he was, I think he literally was expecting me to like tear him down. And I was just like, no, no. Not what cosplay is about. That's not what cosplay is about. Exactly. It's about bringing people up and having fun and enjoying yourself. Yes. And just like, have fun. Wear the costume. Buy the wig. Yep. Get the prop. Have fun. Go to the convention. Have fun. Yep. Bring people up. Exactly. That's the lesson of the day. We're not done yet, but that's the lesson of the day. There you go. Next time you go to conventions and things are opening back up again, you find every single cosplayer you see and you're just like, you know what? You look fucking amazing today. Just so you know. Well, it's like my wife and I, it's like my wife and I and Holly said when we went to AAC this past, this past October, we were just like, this feels so good to be back. It feels good to be around friends. It feels good to be around people that we, we haven't seen 
since the world went kaput. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, we were just having fun. We were catching up with uh, other friends that we saw. You know, we were, I mean, yeah, we were all working for the convention, but we still made time to be able to have fun with our friends and talk to people and be able to have that interaction that none of us could have last year. Right. And it just, it felt so wonderful. I can't wait. I just, I don't do a lot of conventions anymore just because, unfortunately, my job and because there's time is just not a thing in my life with jobs. Yeah. (laughs) And here I am adding a podcast to everything else in my life. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, you know, you want to include that podcast into your life? Yeah, right. It was like, I wasn't doing much of anything else. Like, I was just have no time. I guess I'll just do a podcast once a week. (laughs) Hey, you know, why not? Why not? But I mean... My next convention back is Anime Boston, um, emceeing at the Masquerade again. Oh, nice! There you go. Um, yep, I got I, I got my little acceptance thing. Like, yay, you're here! Um, nice. Yeah, Anime Boston just, for like, me is really. We, we, oh, go ahead. No, that's okay. It's just we like you know we have like our little group chats with the different places, and everyone's yeah. just so hyped to see each other. And oh, it's yeah. just like you know it's going to be a different tone this year. Um, I'm I'm going to say it because I'm not sure a lot of people know or not. Um, it's going to be a different tone this year. Unfortunately, um, Rhodey, um, yeah. our other host for the masquerade, um, has passed away recently. Yeah, no, we know. Um, Holly uh, informed us. We just, we couldn't believe it. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's going to be sad. Yeah. Well, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a heavier tone, but we're going to make sure we make light of it. Cause I know oh, yeah. damn well, as well as everybody else does, he uh, would not want us no. to be sad. No, Rhodey would not want us to be that way. No. He'd want us to be upbeat and have a good time and celebrate. He would be so upset if we were not like, you know, like we enjoyed every moment of this convention. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. You know, so in I- a way it's like, I am very much looking forward to anime Boston this year. I cannot wait to be back with everybody. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's just that anticipating that like the first couple of hours there, it's going to be heavy. Oh yeah. It's going to be. You know, and it's just like, I can't wait to be with my friends so we can all just be there for each other. Oh yeah. And you know, people that, you know, may or may not know and are going to find out because, you know, just not online or whatever. No, obviously. Um, And I think the other thing too, and I think the other thing too, that's going to hit everybody too, is we also lost Chris Ayers this year also. A hundred percent. Oh Yeah. Like I said, like there's been quite a few this year, and it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh. And the other thing is too, it's not even COVID. No. You know, it's just like life. Yeah. No, it's just. <laughs> and I think that's worse. And like, I think that's like almost a little bit worse. It's just like if there wasn't enough going on in the world, it's like these poor people that we love and we care for. It's like, man, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know. We just have to go, and we have to have a good time. Like I said, I'll probably be running around the anime Boston between uh, pop cult and AAC doing videos and stuff, and. You know, doing my thing, but like I said, A A B is it's become a lot harder to try to video because they they want you to jump through so many hoops where like two years ago I didn't have to like ask permission or I didn't have to get or I didn't have to be a staff member to be able to video some of their stuff. I was able to do it and then just post it, you know? And now it's like Right. And now it's like they're like, Oh no, we don't want you to do that anymore and it's like but you guys don't post anything anymore for people to see it. So how are people supposed mm-hmm. to see it? Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I don't, again, I'm not really sure about, like, the videography rules of Anime yeah. Boston. And I, I just, I put a mic in my hand and I talk on stage and look pretty. Oh, yeah. Well, you always look good anyway, no matter what. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. <laughs> but 
I think I think we owe it to everybody, especially those who have like passed or like oh, people yeah. that were part of family and anime boss family to have the best time ever this year. So that's the plan is just to go in there and be like, we're all going to have a good time because all those people would not want us to oh. come and just be sad the whole time. Oh, there. absolutely not. They'd want us to have a good time and raise a glass to them and just enjoy ourselves and immensely and have fun and just, you know. Like, Rody will come back and haunt my ass and I just can't deal with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you go home and Rody just be like, what the hell are you doing? You're like, what the hell? Get away from me. I walk, I walk off stage and the ghost of Rody is just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, my God, I'm so sorry. It's it's so funny because I actually, I forget where I was. I think it was a grocery store or something. And I ran into somebody that I knew from Anime Boston. And he literally looked at me and he goes, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. And he looked at me and he goes, I picked things up. I looked at him. I said, I put them down. And he went, I'll see you at Anime Boston. And we just turned and smiled and walked away. The the guy that was stocking the shelves just was like, what the hell? Like, bitch, if you don't know, then you don't know. Get away from like, me. I had no idea. We just said those two words, and then we went our separate ways, and the guy's just looking at the two of us like, what the fuck? But we all get it. Oh, yeah. And that should be it. That's just the code right there. That's how you know. Well, that's it, you know? I love when I yep. can do that to people, just freak people out without even realizing it. I picked them up. I put them down, man. You're damn right. Damn right. Right. Oh, uh, man. You know, doing some videography, you had to have videoed some weird shit. Well, let's hear about it. Oh. I know you have. Okay. So, we're, we're, we're going to get into that, are we? Yes. Yes, sir. Um. Well, let, let, let's talk about AAC's death match this year. Okay. Have you ever seen uh, a Nickelodeon show? Uh, I forget what the name of it, but the guy, the the kid was cosplaying someone named Gibby. Uh, no. It's a Nickelodeon <laughs> show called iCarly. And oh, was, okay, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I never watched iCarly, but I, I'm with you. I'm on board. Okay. I know what you're talking about. There was this character in there called Gibby. Sure. And someone decided to cosplay him for anime, for AAC. Oh, okay. Yep, sure. And... Now, where I work for AAC, I also follow a lot of the AAC posts and stuff that people post. And he asked, I'm going to be cosplaying this character. Do I need to cover my nipples during certain events? The answer is always yes, cover your nipples. Right. And lo and behold, he was in the death match. Oh, good. And he made it to the semifinals against Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus. Yeah, yeah, I know Miss Frizzle. He proceeded to Hulk Hogan his t-shirt off. Okay. And everybody is dying. I'm trying not to laugh and I'm trying to keep the camera as steady as I can. And the the Lydia that was hosting. It's trying not to laugh. And she's like, someone needs to deal with this. She goes, because I don't even want to look at it. So you need to, like, deal <laughs> with this. And she's doing, like, you know the hand motion, like. Yeah, like the this. This. <laughs> so she's like. The whole thing. So she's like, okay. She goes, let's just get this over with Miss Frizzle. Everybody cheered. She goes, Gibby, you only heard Gibby, Gibby. And she's like, thank you. I appreciate you all, Miss Frizzle. Please take this out of here. 
She literally oh, ran God. him over with a cardboard cutout of her bus. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the way that God intended it. Yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, some of the other stuff, like I've had, like I've gone to AAC's 18 plus dating game. Sure. So the year before the world went kaput, Mm-hmm. They had Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed boy. Yep. Sure. As a bachelor, they had Coran from Voltron. Uh huh. And they had. Oh, I'm trying to think of the kid's name now. Um. He was from Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, Timmy? No, not Timmy. The the other, like, he, he was like... A, oh, the guy that was like the rock star? No, he was more of a... He was like one of Timmy's friends, but he really didn't speak really good English. Oh, gosh. I know who you're talking about, but I just can't remember his name. Well, they had poor Coran between the two of them, between Ed and him. Sure. And the And the woman who was asking questions was super super sweet and she asked a question and out of nowhere ed goes i like tummy times <laughs> and i'm going that doesn't sit so corinne answered her question with a with a very nice response the other kid goes i like tummy times too the two of them got up and they're like rubbing their tummies going tummy time tummy time tummy and the poor Corinne is just sitting in between these two morons and just like in horror. Why me? Why? <laughs> well, the thing that made this funnier was Dan Giovanni was actually the Ed boy. <laughs> so that's gonna tell you something right there. Oh yeah, there it is. There's your answer. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, it's like stuff like that is the kind of thing that people love. Like, when I put stuff like that up, I'm expecting moderate views, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, these videos are getting like 75 to 50, 75 to 100 to almost 200 views from people. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, I can't believe that you're videoing stuff like this. They're like, this is the greatest stuff ever. And people are just dying laughing from it. You know, sometimes you just need like that stupid humor. Well, that's just it. It's just like stupid humor is what people love. It's true. It is. Makes the world go around. Yes, it does. It really does make the world go around. Oh, man. Well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I think I've told you that like a million times. Oh already. yeah, no, it was it, it was my pleasure. I had a great time. This was really great. I mean, you know, this is great for not only me but for my YouTube channel and stuff to be able to get the word out there. Well, promote it, man. Go for it. So, guys, if you're looking for uh, content on conventions or any just fun stuff, please check out Desperado Dan at YouTube.com. I've got. AAC up from this year. I've got past AACs. I've got uh, Anime Boston from past years up. You'll see some of um, our great, our gracious host Katie Hunt. Some of her funny stuff that she's pulled at AAB. So please check it out and enjoy. <laughs> oh my shame all over the internet. <laughs> oh of course. Hey, you're one of my biggest hits, so don't be don't be ashamed of it. Hey, all right. At least I'm getting views somewhere. <laughs> your your loop run's got like 75 views. No, 
way. Just that stupid little dance you did. Was it wasn't the lampshade on my head? No, I missed the lampshade. Oh, damn. It was funny. It actually came up in someone's uh, memories a few days ago. It was me with the lampshade on my head. And they went by and they tried to click it on with my tie. <laughs> Again, stupid humor sells. It's it, it's the truth. It's what works. It's true. It works. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm going to promote my book again because it's the holiday season and you know you want to buy it for the cosplayer in your life. Uh, that is That Could Have Gone Worse, Life Lessons for My Dinosaur Cosplayer, available on Amazon. Um, and if you're local in New Hampshire, uh, Water Street Books in Exeter. So uh, stop on by there and buy it for uh, the cosplayer in your life. Very cool. Oh, and it's also... Very cool. And also, I want to give a shout out to... Uh, guys, come August, if you're looking for a convention, check out Pop Cult Anime Con. You, oh, yeah. You'll be able to find some great content and some great people looking to, and we're in a new hotel this year too. So awesome. So check out Pop Cult Anime Con. That's it. Go, go do the thing. Well, thanks again, Dan. Awesome having you on. I hope to have you back. I'm sure you'd like to come I back. I would at love some to come back whenever you want. Wait. That that sir is a dangerous, dangerous response. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm willing. Whenever you, God willing, whenever you want. Y'all heard it. It's on tape. Have a good night, folks.